Welcome back to Dice Weave. Last you guys left off, you stopped having to leave off on things. We're at the beginning of a new arc. You went through the Mass Effect relay and arrived at uh, in the Osun system and were not far from Erinle Station, a like trading post hovering or well, orbiting around the uh, kind of shining jewel of the Osun system, a gr- uh, nice like glittering green planet with that is habitable and now you guys can can do what you want. You are chasing after Evelyn and uh, know that she's in the system, but you don't really know where. Arinle is a good place to start looking, as well as refuel. What about the entire circus? Uh, you guys have the circus with you. Yeah. What do we do about these clowns? These... These literal clowns. What, what do you want to do with these clowns? Try asking the clowns as to what should be done with them. We shall inquire of the clowns. Okay. You got to go looking for uh, one of the clowns. We've got Ree. You've got his daughter, Annette. There's uh, some other clowns who... Uh, there's Pierre. Piero? Well, what about the, the grumpy old dude that used his fucking kill coupon? Or not kill coupon. <laughs> we should talk to that guy. That they seemed in charge. That's Re, the ringmaster, kind of head of the thing. I, I assume that you guys are still on the ship, and you go talk to Re, who is probably hanging out in the cargo hold. Who goes back there? I mean, Will suggested it. I thought Will wanted to do it. He could, out of... All of the people that it feels like Ozzy is probably the sh- shiftiest person <laughs> slash person. send the jellyfish. Jellyfish good. Nathan, you should go. All right, fine. People <laughs> think you have like a sense of responsibility. They don't know you're a rogue agent yet. You're, you're the closest thing we have to something responsible. Technically, Ozzy doesn't either. <laughs> Ozzy doesn't know shit and crit failed his perception. <laughs> the perception roll. All right, uh, Kane will track down Ray or whatever his name is. Okay, uh, Kane, you head on back yeah. to uh, the cargo bay, which is just kind of chock full of barrels. I mean, it it was always a Tetrisy weird mess, but now it is crammed, and it is a maze that you have to walk through. But you managed to get to a small open area where uh, Re and uh, a couple other clowns, including, um, including the, in, including Mysteriosa, are playing some kind of card game, and it looks it. If you look at the layout, it looks like it might be poker, but it's using tarot cards. So, so it, it could just be poker because tarot cards are literally playing cards. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> It could just be that these people are using them as the playing cards they were intended yeah. to be. <laughs> I, I forgot that tarot cards are literally just playing cards and not a slightly different game. No, I think there are slightly... Aren't there... Isn't there, like, an extra, like, royalty? There might be, but that still doesn't mean that you... Pro- like, I don't even know if that would affect poker that much. I don't know the how probabilities poker works. Would Okay, change. they're playing poker with, playing, <laughs> with tarot cards. Uh... <laughs> Okay. 
tarot poker, there's a slightly different rule set. So it's really annoying to learn up front, but once you got it, it's basically the same. They're they're very intently like looking at each other in total silence <laughs> as cards get played onto the table and and things are flipped and just like ah. Damn it! Mysteriosa, how do you have such a good poker face? Okay, I have one very important question. How mm. many of these people are in full clown makeup? Oh, that's an important question. Only uh, Gregor, the pervert. <laughs> Mysteriosa is in, like, her... She kind of... She seems to, like, have kind of a normal attire, which is these kind of, like, roby, like, layers of material... Uh, Rhi is in a kilt. He he's not wearing any clown makeup, but he is wearing like he does have eyeliner. Just like really, he's got like a nice like uh, what do you call it? Dick. It's not, <laughs> it's not an eagle eye, but it's like a one of those swipey dealies. Um, cat just eye? like cat eye. There we go. Thank you. Uh, he's he's got like a nice cat eye eyeliner going on, uh, and he's like uh, <laughs> wearing like an open vest and a kilt, and then a cu- couple of the other ones. It looks like they've taken off the makeup that they've been wearing, because that stuff gets you know into your skin. You don't want that to be there for the too long. Question: Do they have a separate makeup artist, or does redo his own makeup? Do you want to ask him? Someone's got to ask him, probably. <laughs> I'm probably actually busy, you know, maintaining the ship and, like, mm-hmm. flying Driving. it since we are in space. So I'll ask Kane to ask for me because I saw it earlier at breakfast. Reasonable. Hey, uh, so we were wondering, where do you want us to drop you guys off? Because, you know, we got things to do and... uh if you if you have a place in this system you'd like to to put down, we can take you there. Ah, uh, I mean, we've we're you're taking us. You're going to Erinle Station, yeah. That's right. Uh, I've heard that they've got a, uh, you know, it's a good busy trading post. I I was hoping we could look into getting set up there and maybe probably have to do some zoning issues, but. I, I can probably take care of that. I, I'm hoping that we can get set up on the Rinlay and get the people passing through. All right, sounds good. We'll help you out as much as we can. Oh, by the way, uh, uh, Zero was wondering, do you do your own makeup or do you have like a special makeup artist? I do my own makeup, but... That we do have a number of very talented uh, makeup artists on this uh, in our crew, but I am very proud of doing my own makeup. I am the only one who touches these eyes. Last for the last time, it was the last time to be stabbed with a with a pencil, Jerry. <laughs> okay, I can tell there's a lot of history here, so uh, I'm gonna. You know, go do some stuff. Uh, Over there. Bye. Nice, nice talking to you. Oh, we'll we'll set you down on on the station and get things sorted out. 
good to hear. It's it's a it's a good thing you've been doing here. Uh, I've been wanting off that hell planet for a very long time. Yes, is good to be gone. And it's good to see you in one piece. Kane, how was your decision? You know, it was easier than I thought it would be. Good. Good. We're not going to ask how they know that, or... (laughs) (laughs) She's a seer. They're magical circus folks. She's a fortune teller. (laughs) Makes sense. They just say that kind of cryptic shit to everybody and hope that somebody tells them about their secret, like, <laughs> bank account or something. That's the plan. So you don't tell them. You just, like, answer an appropriate response. True. True. Yeah, broken clocks and whatnot. <laughs> I'm sure she wouldn't appreciate us talking about her like this. Continue. Yes, I will relay what I've learned about the makeup to Zira. Nice. It really sucks that I live in a place and a time where I can't actually show off my makeup, but I should still try to get some tips sometime. Uh, Anyways, we're just about to land. All right. Uh, You are pulling up on Erinlay Station, and um, you you can see it floating out there. It's uh, kind of a mixture of it. They they it looks like a hollowed out asteroid with some like big metal spurs like trailing down it kind of looks like hmm if you put a comet and stood it on its tail but the comet tail is metal okay spiky and you get a call greetings unidentified vessel please state your business and uh yeah. Oof, our business. That's complicated. This is a Rinlay station. Uh, please state your your desires. Well, my desires are a lot more complicated. Um, Jeez. Well, I'd like to make my parents proud, but I kind of think that's unlikely. <clears throat> Zero. Uh, Zero. They're asking for what our business here is. We've come to donate an entire circus? Um... <laughs> what is your ship's call sign? Who am I speaking to? And uh, do you seek landing? What kind of berth do you need if you are? Sorry, this is the quilt as talking to Captain Zira. Uh, and it isn't all that big, but we do have extra space for the clowns. Uh, all right, Captain Zira and quilts. We are going to... Uh, dock you at docking area numbers and letters and um, please I thought we would get docked at jazz and mammals (laughs) please approach under vector blah 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 please please fly safely Uh, please obey all traffic laws and uh, avoid uh, is your ship going to be okay? It, it. This isn't really polite, but it it doesn't look completely safe. It'll be fine. At least once we get into somewhere with atmosphere, and I can fix it. All right. Uh, good. 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 All right. Um, over and out. <laughs> Please make an easy pi- uh 
piloting check. One success, two advantages. Woohoo! Okay. Uh, basically, that was just making sure that you don't bump any pods off your ship. <laughs> uh, you land safely, and um, crew like start dealing with um, basic um, landing things. Um, I assume you guys want refueling. And okay, you're you have landed on a Rinlay station. Yay! What you want to do? <clears throat> this is an extreme lack of guidance. I don't have any idea what's on this planet. Or do you want to leave your ship? I don't know. That I don't, seems I... to go on. The... That definitely seems to be implied by landing somewhere. You don't just land somewhere to hang out in your ship. I don't drive all the way to Minnesota to stay in my car. <laughs> okay, fine. I mean, we're here. Are we here just to drop off the clowns, or are we here to accomplish anything else? Because if we're here to drop off the clowns, we should probably make sure the clowns can get a permit to be here so that we don't come back with, like, in six months from now and have, like, a vengeful clown posse on our tail for us because they were, like, kicked into fucking orbit the moment we left. Um, I'm not saying Luxie would do that, but they would do that. Might you even call them an insane clown posse? <laughs> oh, gosh. Great. Um. So it's it's been a minute. Was there any other reason we were going here other than uh... Yeah, so this is the this is the system in which Evelyn Breyer was last seen. Basically the my question here is do you guys want to stick around and like help unhook your clown friends or do you want to just start exploring the station? Well, I would like to as Zira stay there and help because if they do it wrong, they'll completely destroy my ship. <laughs> okay. See, these are the things that I'm asking for when it's like, what do you want to do? I I don't know if you're leaving the docking area or not, so I don't know what I can tell you. I just needed some establishment there. I'm sure the other ones want to go do things, though. Is there an immigration area that we can go to to talk about the clowns? And to maybe Evelyn? Yeah. Uh, yes, there is. So you can go... Um, you step off the ship, um, Zira, you start, like, directing people, uh, there's a ground crew that, uh, I think you can, uh, do you want, do you, do you want aid with the, like, crew unhooking of things, like, the pods? I feel like that's out of the pay grade of somebody who works to refuel ships on the ground of a, like, normal facility, because that's, like, expensive maintenance shit, and I've got an entire barrage of clowns. Okay. Cool. Okay. Like, I wouldn't ask a gas station attendant to help me change my tire. I mean, some gas stations do that. That would be more of a mechanic's shop, and they would charge you. Yeah. Okay, Zira, you, like, start working with your clowns to undo the ship. For ship pods and stuff, you get, like, a, a truck. Not a truck, but, like, a, a, a couple trolleys in, like, a bunch of trolleys in to, like, start halt. Um like pallets you get pallets actually sorry it occurs to me that you probably want to make sure that there's somewhere to put these things first which probably means immigration needs to be done first yeah i guess i'll just wait and talk through the things that they can't do with the circus people so that they don't mess things up too bad when they get started because it's a complicated <laughs> procedure and we should do some pre-planning anyways Whatever you do, don't unhook the valves before 
you turn off the pressurization. That will cause the entire ship to explode. Okay, uh, so Kane and I assume Ozzy, are you guys both looking to go looking for immigration? Or Ozzy, what are you up to? There's got to be some sort of bureau or something here. But yes, I'm accompanying Kane. Okay, uh, and Ree is definitely also coming with. So you guys head off to go do that. Uh, you pass out of the doors, and there's someone, um, there's like a little waiting area, kind of a customs place, but uh, it is not full, like on Ilium. Um, and there's a Solarian working at the the counter. Hello, uh, uh, ship name and names. How many people are going to be entering Erinley Station? Oh, uh, well, that's a bit of a big question. Ringmaster, you would know the occupancy of your employment, yes? We have about 43 um, crew members in the circus. Uh, I'm looking to be moving in here. Uh, Anywhere we can be going to get situated uh oh you're 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 looking to set up a business is that uh what you're doing oh oh you're looking for uh starting a business uh you will have to go to the office of business affairs uh that is over he he, like pulls up a map in holographic and swipes it over to your omni tools uh just go here take a left and uh go all the way down the hall um take the elevator shaft blah 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 gives you directions and you will go talk to Marmalade. <laughs> You'll go talk to Marmalade, and uh, they'll get you set- situated. Anything else? Uh, do you have anything to declare? These ones do have uh, a number of various props, but um, if, as they're extensions of their business, it is unsure if this is also in the domain of uh, the office that you have kindly directed us to. But the, if that is not within your domain, this one would only like to just ask out of pure curiosity, how many visitors does this space station get on a uh, regular basis? Oh, that's a that's a good question. Uh, it probably it really depends on the um, the the seasonal trading, the galactic seasons, uh, which is kind of a weird concept. But we've found that it kind of works out if you go, get really sorry. You guys don't care about the math. Uh, roughly two to three hundred people will be passing through at any given um, any given week. Uh, we lately we've been kind of down a bit on that despite well there's been a lot of exporting and not enough importing and people have been passing through it's uh why why do you ask it sees um this one had a uh old acquaintance that it had lost contact with um passed by the station not too long ago um it was wondering if if she would perhaps be uh, able, if this one would be able to determine if she was still here. Her occupancy requires um, quite a fair deal of travel, but with that volume of new arrivals, it 
This, it seems unlikely that it would be able to ask of you to track down specific logs. It will, it, if you have any advice for it, it would appreciate it. But um, beyond that... Um, well, we, we, we do keep records of all ships who pass through, but I can't really be giving those records out. As, uh, if, if you want to make a request, it will be reviewed by a board and uh, we can see what we can do. But I, I, I'm not, I, I'm sorry, I, I'm not hopeful about that. Uh, it's security reasons, no, you know. Perfectly understandable. It is, it is good to hear that your um, people, that your people are keeping this station's residents safe and it will... There will be. It it will maybe file its request later on, but for the time being, it will simply see to it that its its uh, friends are nicely settled. Thank you for your help. You're welcome. They run through a few more like quick checks, like, are you guys carrying weapons? Do you plan on trading things? That kind of things. So, to be clear, though, do we know that she was specifically in this exact station, or is it more a matter that... You know that she went to the station and then disappeared, but that she has to be in the system. Suppose it is within the realm of possibility that we could track down her, but also there's no way she. I mean, maybe she used an alias, but it. But I'd be surprised if it were the same alias. I mean, she definitely isn't using her real name. <laughs> but uh, well, we can always like. Try and either talk our way or hack our way into the state base and see if we could find a name that Kane recognizes. But later, for, for the time being, let's finish the side quest first. Yeah, that was my thought too. I'm, I'm probably going to try and hack in here later. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you guys start to head toward the office that you were was mentioned. As you're going, you don't quite like reach a residential area but there's you can see through out through a window you can see out kind of into the central room which has lots of layer like various layers and some buildings kind of along the sides the upper insides of the station there's like some rooms it's kind of in a inner earth circular fashion but as you are passing through these hallways uh there is a news article that or not a news article there's a a news bulletin, um, like a PSA or whatever, that goes up. Uh, there's a Solarian on the screen, and she says, Due to increasing fuel demands, the Hellion Collective have put out a call for more Helium-3 miners. However, some claim that there aren't enough to keep up with rising galactic demand, and some contractors claim to be feeling pressure to meet higher quotas. As you kn may know, most Helium-3 is collected from Olokun due to its stable atmosphere, but one contractor had this to say. We can't keep up with, with demand anymore. We have contractors running full tilt, but my broodmate Darwin said our usual spots just can't do it. He went to Orun Mila last week, and I haven't heard from him since. We're out here trying to make a living, but if we don't get more help, we're going to be blown into the ground. He went on to explain that Orun Mila has an atmosphere with, con with higher concentrations of helium-3, but due to its unstable winds, mining here is dangerous. When reached out for comment, a Hellion Collective representative said that due to lacking growth of personnel, quotas have been increasing slightly, but that they wish for all employees to remain as safe as possible in reaching these goals. More on this story at 7. 
Hey, are you going to invent a planet that isn't just hell capitalism, or is that your, like, <laughs> Trump card in this campaign? <laughs> Listen, it, you don't... This one's not nearly as bad as Ilium. <laughs> okay, but it's still hell capitalism. <laughs> My point stands. Two points to me. <laughs> All right, time to start a union. <laughs> I don't know what else we're supposed to do. You there, miner. Do you feel oppressed by the yoke of capitalism? <laughs> uh there there's a the, there's a person walking down the corridor. Uh, I, I, I run a shop. <laughs> oh, so you're the oppressor. Never mind then. What? No. Oh wait, you're not here. <laughs> I'm, I'm still on my ship. I'm just being snarky. <laughs> you bourgeois. Um What? What? Wait, is this happening in Kevin? <laughs> Yeah. I'm gonna have to say this is no. Dude. Nathan, that was not in character. <laughs> okay, fine. That was solidly not in he does a silly voice okay. every time he speaks his cane. We are going to accompany Re to the um like business administration area okay. to see about getting those permits. You step in and there is a a uh, number of there's a a few solarians like working uh that you also see you see uh, a couple of batarians um and also like running some things around there's some people holding clipboards uh there is a desk worker who says who pipes up oh uh hello how may i help you uh yeah we're here on behalf of uh this gentleman here and his uh, business there have about uh i think he said uh, 43 uh, employees they're looking to set up somewhere on the station yeah uh, i'm in the entertainment business i i we, we run a circus and we were looking for somewhere to be set up kind of a hopefully a somewhat open space with the uh, that people can pass through or at least visit and um, watch us performing. Uh, yeah, that that can be arranged. Do you? Um, let me see here. Uh, this this person looks over and starts to like tap in a computer a bit. Uh, looks like actually there's a pretty open area. Hmm. It, it, there's a few open areas. Not all of them. We can work with you. Uh, there will be some fees, of course, um, zoning fees. Uh, do you? But I, I think we can probably get you set up pretty easily. Do you need anything uh, shipped in? What's what's the deal there? Ah, uh, we've got the ship kind of patched work together. We've got to take some things off of it, but then we can just haul in and set up, and we should probably be up and running in a couple days, and then we can uh, hopefully pay your zoning fees right now we're a little bit broke but that's because we just left ilium oh that hmm just a couple standard questions uh, for people leaving ilium do you have any outstanding debts um and returns to you and uh, kane and ozzy and is like all right uh, i think i can take it from here uh, I'll, I'll see you fellas later. Um, got some monetary concerns to be dealing with, but I think, I think it'll be okay. Best of luck. 
All right, well, good luck, Ree, and uh, maybe we'll see you later. Uh, yeah, step step by the the circus. Uh, we'll be. I'll send you a location for uh, when we're set up. You can come see a show. This one would like that, and they'll give a little wave, and whatever. Uh, they could wave with tentacle, <laughs> and uh, they would give a thumbs up, but I don't think they have thumbs. <laughs> they, no. <laughs> so, that would be interesting. Yes. Jellyfish with opposable thumbs. By interesting, you mean a nightmare for all who saw it, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hey everyone, and welcome back to the mid-roll. It's been a bit since we released the mainline episode, but this arc is going to be a great time. This particular episode we recorded before the break, but we've recorded the next two, and we are back bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. I just want to say thanks for sticking with us this far, and if you like the show, feel free to let us and others know on the Twitter, iTunes, or wherever you're getting your podcasts. Next episodes will be going up on the normal schedule, assuming no surprises. It's going to be a party. Thanks. Love you. All right. You guys leave the, the little business office to um, re-talking to this business person. And uh, now you can kind of, I don't know, do you, do you want to start exploring? Do you want to go back to the ship? Uh, we'll send Zira a message about, like, that they can unload the pods and uh then we'll, i'll uh kane will start just kind of exploring the station okay uh and ozzy what's up i guess they'd follow kane they don't really know what they're doing don't think they've their previous line of work put them on many space stations okay uh you guys step out into the like you you go back through the hallway and you step out into the broader area and as you step out there is a there there are like these weird curving catwalks uh throughout the station and one of them or like the the one that you kind of step out onto it curves and you go onto the wall and so it, it's it's kind of disorienting as like gravity shifts where you are but uh, now you're out there and you there are um, some people walking around. Not a lot, but um, they look okay. Like they're, they're um, look like regular clothes um, for like an, a place that is very industrial. Um, there are signs for various businesses. There are bars and some uh, basic shops. This is a trading post, basically, like, there are people haggling, and I guess kind of if there are things that you are looking for in particular, you can do that. Uh, but Ozzy, uh, after a little bit of wandering around and seeing people, uh, you get a text. Do I now? What does it say? It says, yo, I'm here. Uh, and then a, like, docking area, uh, and it says... Where should we meet up? This one is new to the station. Uh, give, give it a location and it will be there. Okay, so after a, a little bit, there is a sending of a map to a uh, little bar 
that is called the pangolin. And um, she's like, meet here in an hour, say? I'll just respond, um, this one will be there. And with, of course, full capitalization and a period. Like, just <laughs> Raymond Holt if Raymond Holt was a dumbass. <laughs> All right. Uh, Zira, you've received your text that it's going to, like, that they have a place and uh, you can start directing the clowns to take things apart. Ozzy, do you let people know about the meeting? Well, um, I will... Uh, probably not. I'll like, I mean, I'm not, I think, uh, Zara's elsewhere and I'll just like, I'll just say to Kane and this one will excuse, this one will excuse itself for a moment. It's, um, it is new to these sorts of environments and there are some things, and there are some things it would like to, uh, check for itself, but it would not want to slow you down. You seem to have a plan. All right. Uh, if you run into any trouble, just let me know. Okay. It will stay in touch, It'll, and they'll tap their Omni tool, and as a little wave, they'll head out. And they'll probably go, like, they'll, um... So, they've got, like, an hour until they're meeting, yeah? Yeah, although you can, like, speed things if you want to. I'm just, like, giving opportunity. That is fair. Um, let me see, is there anything else they'd want to, like... Or is there anything they'd know to do here? Uh, I think as the two of you are like walking, you're standing out. You, uh, you notice Kane. You notice that you're standing right outside a video store. Okay. It it's that's a thing. If you want, if you guys want to explore it or not. Why not? Okay, Ozzy, are you gonna go with, or do you just want to skip to the? Hmm. I think for the time being, I'll just skip to the plot thing. Okay. Uh, good Good to know. Kane, do you want to explore the video store? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you walk in to this uh, little kind of hole-in-the-wall uh, store of... And you can see, like, a combination of hollow channels that you can, like, interact with with the virtual interface, uh, as well as some actual old like discs and um there's even a like a weird like or like kind there's some like bioorganic interface like storage systems that other species have used for other mediums and as you walk in a a bell rings and looking uh coming out from around the counter is a species that you have never seen before but you may have heard of and it is a reloy. Reloy, uh, make a make a knowledge check. Society. And what level is that? Uh, it's going to. Uh, it depends on what you're looking for. Just like basic things, uh, it'll be easy. If you want to know some more specific things, it might be harder. Uh, I'm just going to determine: Have I encountered these guys before, and what general knowledge do I have about them? If so. In that case, average. One success and two threats. Okay, interesting. Uh, so you know that the Reloy are a species that uh, 
joined the galactic community about five years ago, um, but they they haven't like really been seen out and about much. They've they're kind of they're very they're fairly new to um, space flight, uh, but they are a bird like species. They are this is canon to Mass Effect. Um, they are a uh, bird like species. They they're only mentioned in like a news article. <laughs> But I think they're cool. They're it, this person looks kind of like a raven with humanoid arrangement of limbs, but the arm is kind of goes sweeps back into a, a wing, and uh, there's uh, like just four claws, uh, four talon fingers with no thumbs. I mean, yeah, they they've just been kind of slowly integrating into the community a little bit, but I think you also have heard that they are obligate carnivores who have rumored to have a taste for uh, Turian flesh. (laughs) That sounds like the kind of racist rumor that gets started about a new immigrant community all the time. (laughs) (laughs) And this person says, how can I help you? Welcome to my shop. You, uh, you have any um, Victor Crane movies? Ah, I've got a few of those now. Uh, let's see. Hmm, uh, starts to go over, walk over towards you, and steps, uh, steps kind of up close, and like starts um, clicking through some stuff. And it's like, hmm, we've got, we've got some, we've got Victor Crane and the. Spire of Terror. We've got Victor Crane and the Legend of the Lightning Thief. Uh, I don't. I don't, never quite understood that one, but you know. Huh. Yeah. Do do have you have you seen any of these? Uh yeah. I mean, we've got those ones on the ship. Uh, got anything older? How how old were you looking? I, I admit I haven't been particularly... Uh, I've been having to do some crash courses on galactic film, but uh, and I've, I'm very excited about it, but it's it's it depends on what's around. People drop things off. We might have collector's items, but... Yeah, there was... Uh, I think it was just the one film where they had... Uh, Caesar Martinell played Victor Crane, and uh, you know it was like that one-off in between him and uh, the 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 new guy. Oh yes, um, Terry and Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. It was uh, Victor Crane and the uh, Dying Daylights. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Gonna have to go looking for that. Um, I can I can put out a request. I'm not sure we have that. I haven't seen it go through here, and I've quite the good memory. Uh, I got a couple friends who would love to get their hands on it. So uh, yeah, you can just let me know if you get that in. I'd appreciate it. Okay. Uh, do you have a contact number that I can contact you at, or a, a ship, or anything that I can reach you? Uh yeah, you can uh you can contact the quilt in docking area, blah blah blah. 
Will do. All right. Uh, we cut over to Ozzy. So, Ozzy, uh, you cut over to you, and you float over to a bar that uh, called the Pangolin. It's got, like, this weird um, kind of armored creature, uh, but, like, in a neon sign uh, at it. And you walk in, and it is not, like, super full, but there's there's a, there's some people around. Um, actually, make a perception check. Uh, it is going to be average. Two successes, one advantage. Okay. Uh, you look around, and uh, you, like, there. there's kind of, like, normal patrons, but then there's a, like, table at the back of, like, a somewhat gruffer-looking, like, burlier people that you can recognize from their demeanor um, are mercenaries of some kind. Uh, but they're looking, like... They're not very energetic. A lot of the time when, like, mercenaries are, the, at least, that you would expect them to be a little bit rowdier, and they are they look almost dejected. But uh, that's not uh, why you're here. Um, the person that you're here to meet, as you look around the room, you also see a human person uh, wearing a... Give me a second. Uh, a human person uh, in a, like, white, uh, kind of a flowing white coat over a black shirt. On that shirt is a, like, chubby-looking bird. And um, there's also this person is also wearing loose-fitting cargo pants, sleek black sneakers, and has, like, a short half-buzzed haircut um, that goes from brown to, like, a soft blue. And this person is has been watching the door. They're sitting at the bar. And they kind of um, look almost a little bit startled um, as they see you. And then stand up and go over to you. And this person says, uh, or like puts out a, a hand, uh, like offers a hand and says, Greetings. Uh, I'm, I'm Dr. Cas Nestor. It is wonderful to meet Ozai Leander. Sal- salutations, friend. It is, it is nice to make your acquaintance. Is there somewhere you would like to sit, or would you like to walk? Oh, I, I've been pretty happy over at the, this bar, but we can walk if you want to. This, uh, th- I'm... this one, this one can stay, and um, they'll just kind of float over to the bar. And they're probably not going to sploot on a sploot on a stool, but they'll like. Float above one of the stools. Uh, they're trying to look dignified in front of them. <laughs> okay. Uh, a bartender uh, who is uh, another Solarian uh, kind of, you know, this, uh, steps up. What can I get for you? Uh, it, it puts out a menu for you, and there's a uh, selection of mind fish and, um, well, a small selection. There's 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 a selection of various drinks and, uh, like, yeah. The, on the main menu, there is a collection of various uh, yeah things. i mean i assume that the salarian saw the jellyfish and pointed to and at least point point pointed out a uh something that could be consumed probably of the mind fished variety so i will um this one will take a a tungsten gill back and that and that would be all for now um uh, I'll be I'll be with get that to you right now uh, and puts a puts just like a a bowl with a 
still uh, swimming fish, like scoops it out of the fish tank, puts it in the puts it in a bowl in front of you. All right, so um, Ozai Leander, um, I I'm really excited to be meeting you. I uh, I've I've read like I, I've I've heard about you. Um, were you the one? Were you involved in that paper about? What would have been something that you would have been you would have written about? Oh yeah, I do have a scholar park. Holy shit, it's <laughs> you, relevant. You are actually an archaeologist. Yes. Um, probably something about the Protheans. Um, the Protheans. Okay. Uh, were you the one who uh, was work did, did research on that Prothean tablet back in? Um, I think you wrote that about four years ago. I was really fascinated by it. Thank you. It is, it is nice to see um, someone interested in its more its more academic work. Um, yes, yeah, so that that was uh, definitely one of its more well well performed pieces. It was quite proud of it, and it, and to think that it's originally started this whole wild goose this whole wild goose case of source to uh verify some sources presented presented in its follow-up article it, it felt a little weaker but um well i suppose that it did get it did get a fair little more than it bargained for but um but enough about itself uh how to what does it owe the pleasure of your visit well a hmm. uh, couple of, uh, well i have a have a degree in xenoanthropology and also i special i specialize in uh recovery of biological material and reconstruction uh, i was responsible for the dino dragoon uh the dino dragoon uh reconstruction um that that modeling that was that was my work uh, if maybe you've heard of it, incredible. Um, particularly proud of it. Um, but yeah, I, um, I, I have some other skills, and I requested to be sent on this one. Um, I, I've been briefed a little bit on the situation, but uh, what could you describe? what it is we're going after. This one was not um, able to v properly study the artifacts before um, our former colleague um, sicked an army on it, but it, um, from its initial estimates, it appeared to be some sort of Prothean libra library. It, about, it was quite akin to the, um, to the artifacts that it that this one hypothesized in its um, unveiling scriptures of a foregone society, uh, edition two. That was one of my uh, longer peer-reviewed journals. Um, but to see something that it thought only in pure speculation hypothesis existing and let alone found in one of its own dig sites was truly incredible. It, it only wished that it could have... Uh, found had a little bit more time with the artifacts before uh, military issues arose um, what did it physically look like sorry to interrupt um it was a um it was a sphere um s shiny and 
silver in hue, and it seemed to have almost a lens-like effect to it when gazed into. Um, does... Lensing effect. Okay, okay. Um, this is going to sound crazy, um, but I... Okay, I, I've seen you before. Yeah, I mean, like, not not even, like, just in photos, but, I mean, I grew up in the Archeomaven. My my dad has been involved for since before I was born, but my I, I've been having these dreams about an orb that, with that lensing effect for a really long time, and I have seen you before. I don't know how, but... I know that sounds absolutely wild, but you were in... I've seen you in one of my dreams before. Curious. And when did these dreams start happening? Did you encounter any sort of old artifacts or erstwhile technology? I, or? I've been having these dreams for as long as I can remember. I mean, it's like... It's, it's why I... I mean, my dad obviously wanted me to get into archaeology, but he was also very supportive of other interests <laughs> but it, it this it, these dreams are really what drove me into working with us as much as i have and it's yeah I, whenever it's almost like i've been cheating sometimes it feels like that that dino dragoon um well so, some of the reconstructions, I see them in dreams before I get to see them. Like, before I even know that what I'm looking for. And it, even, like, they've, they've been peer-reviewed, obviously, but it's... Fascinating. And it's, yeah. And whenever I, whenever I see these, that orb shows up. And... Is, would this one be safe in the assumption that uh, it is the first to hear of these dreams of yours? I've kept it pretty quiet. People don't really like pseudoscience. It's it's silly, but um, my my dad knows obviously. It but does it is a lot for this one to take in, and frankly, it uh, seems in any other situation it would find it. Hard to believe, but, uh, well, a lot of strange things have happened in these past few months, so it finds itself able to take these visions of yours with a little, a little less incredulity than it would. Pseudoscience aside, it saw the orb for itself, and it knows that it is at least of a certain degree of importance, so if these visions of yours have not led you wrong since, it sees no reason to deny, to deny them further. But I'm really glad you're being so understanding. Um, God, I, I forget that Aussie has just accidentally ended up straight up believing in the occult. <laughs> <laughs> um, they want to. They want to sound like a scientist, but they just—they're buying it. <laughs> Very well. Um, it shall tell you what it knows for the time being. Um, 
The uh, woman in question was... This one has followed her from Ilium to the station, and it uh, knows that this was where she was last sighted before her... before another disappearance, and it has learned from a newfound colleague that, um, that she used to be of Citadel intelligence. She appears to have defected and is now working for someone with sufficient finances to, uh, forge this lady, uh, a certain degree of man and firepower among potentially many other things. It, uh, it is not sure, it is not sure what, um, the Archeomaven have made of its reportings. It has only gotten rather cordial and baseline communications back. Would, is there any messages that you were told to deliver? Or They don't know a whole lot about this other than my dreams, and so I've, I'm, I'm the specialist. I'm here to see what I can learn, see what I can track down. So, our, okay, so we're supposed to find this woman. That that's what we're supposed to do. I believe so. Yes. All right. Um, then I guess we should get started. For announcements regarding this production, you can follow us on Twitter at DiceWeavePod. Kane Victus was played by Nathan Eastrom, who can be found on Twitter at BertNerdTram. That's B-E-R-T-N-E-R-D-T-R-A-M. Zeratum Narnovum was played by Mackenzie Eastrom, who can be found on Twitter at Kenzie Phoenix, K-E-N-Z-I-E Phoenix. Both can also be found on their podcast, Rainbow Connection, and with me on their other podcast, Video Game, The Movie, The Podcast. Ozai Leander is played by Will Leet. I'm Alex Conwell, your host, game master, producer, and editor. I can be found on Twitter at Conwell underscore Alex, or on Facebook at Alex Conwell Creative. I also wrote and performed the original music featured in this production. If you want to support the podcast, please consider becoming a patron on our Patreon Diceweave podcast. The logo for Diceweave was created by Allison Healy, who can be found on Facebook at Allison M. Healy Illustrator. That's Healy as H E A L Y. The role-playing system used for these episodes is Genesis, which was created by a very talented team of designers formerly working at Fantasy Flight Games. The Mass Effect universe was developed by Bioware and owned by Electronic Arts. The Genesis adaptation of Mass Effect used in this production was designed by Blue Sunrise with feedback from the Genesis homebrew community. 